Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Man's Side Voice Podcast. This is being recorded at 11.30 at night, um, but you'll probably hear it in the daytime. I just want to talk about one other thing. I released an episode yesterday about reactivating or activating the Divine Feminine and the chaos that it brings and the um, absolute hellfire that it can bring to your life especially because it's busting open a lot of doors that you kept closed for a really long time because either you had to for survival mode because you wanted to people please your way into you know communities and groups of people that you wanted approval from you wanted validation you wanted control you wanted um whatever your poison was right activating the divine feminine will throw all of that into disarray so if you're looking to do that if you're open to do that please do it will also bring in and usher in creativity and ideas and fire and uh freedom of expression and love and vulnerability and sensitivity and emotional and emotional awareness and intelligence that you could probably never get if you didn't jump off this cliff in my opinion in the tarot deck there's a card called the fool that is divine feminine energy you jump off that cliff and that is what divine feminine energy is divine feminine feminine energy throws you off that cliff and also catches you and neither of that you can predict and no so you're running on blind faith and I've been sort of struggling with especially tonight with the balance between activating and staying true to your divine feminine but also not like going insane so I think I need to trust myself a little bit more and I'm speaking in real time right now and I'm trying to sort of make this happen in my brain and and find some sort of way but I think actually the only way is to just sleep is just to delegate I talk about I talked about spiritual delegating Um, a couple of times I think in a a few episodes and it's just about humans not having the capacity to worry about every single thing in the universe in all the realms and timelines so we sort of have to ask for help and when you activate your divine feminine that's when you kind of go to the spiritual world or go to God or source and say, hey, I'm at capacity and I know I have to deal with these emotional problems and obstacles and challenges and trauma and suffering. I don't, I don't have, I'm at capacity. I don't have the bandwidth. <laughs> I don't have the wherewithal. I don't have the know-how to figure this out. And I release it. I release all my suffering, all my trauma, all my pain, all my 
bullshit, all my codependency, all my narcissism, all my fucked up attachment styles, all my fucked up love languages, all of my childhood shit, all of my whatever, fill in the blank, I release it. Now, I'm not saying letting it go because there's a lot of shit to let go and that can't happen all in one night. When I say I'm releasing it, I'm saying I give it all to source. I can't I can't grapple with it. If I have to pay my bills and be a human and have a great job and be ambitious and give to my relationships and have hobbies and have coping mechanisms that are healthy and wake up at early in the morning and feed myself and drink enough water and read and fucking do my skincare and all of that shit plus like a million things um, a million other things shadow work and divine feminine dealing with divine feminine rage and years and decades of oppression and repression on a micro and macro level I'm gonna need a little bit of help with that I'm gonna need God's toughest soldiers because I'm tired and I think when you understand how to speak and dance and co-create with the universe and you are setting the intention that you can't do this on your own like genuinely you're not you know um trying to spiritually bypass that's a word that's used in the communities a lot it's a uh, kind of a buzzword to spiritually bypass your evolution like to skip the steps basically and to say okay well I'm at a I have all this trauma and all this suffering and I want to go to z and I don't want this anymore that's not what you're doing you're just saying that you're admitting that you can't do this on your own and as women that are expected to do everything flawlessly without complaint without asking for help, looking amazing, without complaining. Did I say that? Yeah. And yeah, that's that's really hard to do. And as a hyper, hyper independent person that is also very codependent and has codependent tendencies, that is also avoidant attachment, but also very, very anxious attached it's very fucking hard for me to ask help from anyone, let alone God, let alone my creator. But I think this is kind of like my my cry for help, I guess. Um, my sort of line in the sand, like I can't do this on my own. And I don't want to carry the anxiety of trying to do it on my own because it's a lot. And if I'm taking on this path that's going to lead me to exactly where I need to go and I know what I have to do, I'm going to need some help. And I think from a tangible like divine masculine point of view, okay, what does that mean in the earthly realm? I think a lot of help can be given by forgiveness. So again, I'm going to reference the book that I'm reading um, why women run with wolves I always get the title wrong and the, the book's like right fucking beside me but I don't want to look at it right now 
I'm reading a chapter on forgiveness and how female rage is very fucking important and we need to accept it and validate it and address it and talk about it and understand it but we also need to let it the fuck go because when rage sits in us for too long we can become completely paralyzed by it we can we can be consumed by it in not a good way and it can really hinder us from from getting to where we want to go and i am very much the embodiment of female rage and i so badly want to forgive and i so badly want to put it down because it's becoming heavy it's burden it's a burden to be this angry and this pissed off and this this um feeling this resentment for so long since the day i was born i want to change all of that and the episode that i released yesterday tonight yesterday because you'll be hearing this episode today the next day um I said that, you know, I, I, I want to change the narrative. I want to stop speaking from a place of fear and I want to stop romanticizing and being nostalgic and having this like grudge for humanity or for people. It's not sexy. It's not mysterious. It's not intense. It's just really painful and really fucking stupid and heavy. So I want forgiveness and I can't find it in my heart to forgive the people that I need to forgive. I can't find that inside of me. It's hard. So I'm letting it go. I'm not going to think about it. I'm not going to talk about it. I'm not going to write about it. I'm stepping away from all of this shit. And I don't know where I'm going to go or what I'm going to do or what it's going to look like. Because every time I go and write or try to create or do something, it comes from that narrative. It comes from this place of like fear and resentment and anger and constantly hearkening back to a past that has, that I have so far traveled past but I keep going back to it's like I identify with it and if I'm not my trauma then who am I if I'm not my suffering then who am I if I don't identify with my abusers then what do I identify as right how am I going to contribute to this world if it's not from a place of suffering am I not strong then if I haven't gone, if I don't keep narrating from a place of pain, if I'm healed, am I weak? These are the questions, right, that I ask myself that that are coming up because I so desperately cling on to certain identifiers that are more than 15 years old, more than 20 years old, more than 30 years old. How long am I going to continue to talk about it? How long am I going to have a complete entire podcast dedicated to unraveling my trauma and my suffering? It was cute in the beginning. It wasn't. 
it it was just definitely necessary in the beginning because I didn't have an expression. I didn't have an outlet. I didn't know where to go. And after doing some stumbling, some fumbling, I found my place and I want to be done with it. So I don't know where this leads me in terms of art. I don't know where this is in terms of what I create next, but I think I'm genuinely done with it. I don't want to be this person anymore. I want to disassociate and and I want to forgive myself and I want to forgive people in my life. I want to put it down. It's heavy. And in my personal readings that I do for myself, uh, tarot card readings, I keep getting the Ten of Wands. And I. it means something different every time. All the cards, depending on the mood, the day, the time, the season, uh, I interpret them differently. And the Ten of Wands has been usually a card of like legacy and like working hard and like something to be really proud of. But lately it's been like, burden it's felt really heavy for me it's like when brown boys they call their moms the strongest women that they know the most resilient they can work through even being sick they can cook for like 40 50 people while she has a broken leg like oh my god how strong like i do not think that's a flex at all the amount of suffering that you do and the amount of pain that you endure does not determine the type of person that you are necessarily, right? Just because you're strong, just because you're resilient, doesn't mean that you like that. Doesn't mean that you've chosen that path. It means most likely if you're a woman living in patriarchy or identify as a woman living in a patriarchal society, which we all are, then it means that that path has been chosen for you. You have no choice but to be on that path. You have no choice but to be strong because you're constantly constantly asked to lift the bodies of weaker men, weaker people than you. And that is your archetype. That is your defining trait that people see you as. So if you are a girl that, especially born in an immigrant family, eldest daughter born in an immigrant family like me, I have definitely taken on those traits from my mom and her mom and her mom and her mom. This like, this archetype of suffering young woman. And it's been my identity for my entire life. And I'm now realizing, very recently I realized that it's a path that I didn't choose for myself, that I was put on, forced to be on, but never really got off, even though I could. It's like Stockholm Syndrome, right? And it, 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 I can see how much I've been broken by it, and I don't want it anymore. And then you have the advent of like the soft girl era, which is like completely, you know, foregoing, dissolving, melting into ease. That sounds pretty fucking good to me. Melting into ease. And for me, somebody that identifies as 
you know, having a really strong work ethic, being relentless, waking up at, you know, a certain time, doing the routines, doing the rituals, doing the patterns, which is really great. Structure is great. I think we need it. But I think for me, I I tend to overdo it because obviously I'm overcompensating for low self-esteem, but also it's all that I know. It's the path that I've identified with my whole life, right? And so I have to really like understand like, okay, if I get off this path of the most resistance and choose an easier life for myself, will I not get everything that I want then? Will I just be mediocre? Will I just be like, then I'll just be living. I'll just be living a life. I'll just be like regular. I'll just be like Sima has a job, does some other things, eats a couple of meals, has great skin and a banging body (laughs) and like goes to sleep and does that again and is like completely fine with it. Obviously I have goals. Obviously I have things that I want to do with my life. But just because I choose an easier path doesn't mean that my destination changes. It just means that I choose an easier path to get there. And why is that not the the path that people choose why is why do we choose suffering why do we choose pain it doesn't make you better than somebody that got it easier so we think it 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 doesn't make you any less if you choose an easier path right if you have the luxury of choosing an easier path but it's also really hard to change the the mentality right? It's not just, okay, I choose A over B. It's, I identify with A. There is no B. I'm just A. The only option is A. But then you realize and you unravel and you do the work and you're like, oh my God, there's other options. There's other ways to get there. Okay, wow. Okay, wait, but wow. Okay, wow, but wait. That's revolutionary that's something maybe I can get on board with. Oh my God, but wait, people are going to think, and that's the rub, right? When you're at a dinner party, when you're at a club, when you're talking to other people that don't fucking know you, what do you do? Oh, I do this. Oh, wow. Like, and then you kind of go in to get into it deeper and you like tell people your story and shit. And they're like, oh my God, you're so brave. You're so strong. You're so this and you're so that. And you get this fucking high. Like, yeah, I am brave. I am strong. I am so this. I am so that. Oh my God. And you're just like constantly clinging to that, right? For the valid, it's for the validation. But all the while, it's like kind of hurting you. And you sort of resent it. And so it's, I'm still trying to work through it. I'm still trying to, you know, figure this out um, and figure out what works best for me based on, you know, I guess things that I want because I do want to be rich. I do want to be hot. I do want to travel and I do want to do, I do want to have like have a career that I love. 
and I do want to do something that I love for a living. So, you know, if the path can be different, but I still get all of those things and it can be a little less pain and suffering and trauma and more confident, fun, playful, but also really expansive and um, fluid and engaging and connecting, full of connecting and resonating and, you know, creating an impact. Those are also things that I subscribe to. So all things can exist all at once, everything all at once at the same time. I love that idea. Do I have to pick a path or can I just walk? Can I just walk? Do I have to like have a path and do I have to know everything what like everything on that path and like have a plan for every single checkpoint on that path? Like do you know what I mean or can I just start walking and seeing what resonates and connects with my soul and with what I want on this earth as a human as well. I don't know. More at seven. <laughs> I love you. Peace.